Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Carton and Roberts on the fan of Rooney. God knows you weren't making that top 200 the, list. The fan, by that top 200 list, I've still not looked at it, but just from the names that you guys put out, that's for Gazy. And this is Rolling Stone put it out? Yeah. Yep. That's so stupid. Anyway. Have we ever figured out where Carrie Underwood uh, was on this list? I really need I to know I don't know if that. she's on it. Oh, that's a disgrace. It's a disgrace. She's not really I'm with a you. great singer. You know, that is, she, dude, you got to stop. You don't know Here what comes you're talking stand about. A word about. Have you heard her sing? How could you say she doesn't have a great voice? A lot of people have good voices, Evan. Yeah. Not, I mean, she's good enough to make an album and be successful, but she's not, you know. Oh, you, you guys are just lost. You're just freaking lost. But you have to, Evan, you know, like, if I was, here's the thing for yeah, you. Yeah, go ahead. What, you, like, you like who you like, and not, don't you tell you not to like who you like. Oh, all thanks. good. Gee, golly. But, you know, I, you're not asking me to rank the top 200 all-time National League East lefties. <laughs> right? So you're saying that's the equivalent so of So maybe me. allow us to do this one. And you have your favorites, and you should have your favorites. Oh, hold on. But you, com- you being critical Craig, 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 Craig. Uh, seems Craig. like a little crazy. May I counter with something? Yeah, of course you can. What ability yeah. does it take to just listen to a voice and have an opinion on if it's good, great, or bad? Because you're tone deaf. What? Yeah. Well, you are tone deaf. No, but- I'm someone who hears music. Yeah. I like a voice. I don't like a voice. You're yeah. tone deaf. I'm sorry. There, there is things to consider. Like Ra- what? Range, uh, ability to, you know, scream, sing, do different things with their voices. You just, you have no idea about anything music-wise. No, I don't. You turn on it, you like it. You know, she sings the, the song for the football Sunday. She's great. Right. I love her. So it's she's got really, a great voice. It's Jesus Take the Wheel. That's the best song. Well, or, okay. yeah, and that, to be fair, it's, what about a, the guy it's cheating a great song. Yeah. To be fair, there's also people on this list we've never heard of. Of course. Right? So then, you're not, so then you're not so that much of an expert. So part of this list is trying to be like a little woke in picking people from certain types of music so that they're well represented that we've never heard of. Like, I never heard of Anoni. Yeah. So does that mean that person so doesn't Anoni, have a good voice? No, it does. I'm just saying like, yeah, we, only, we think in a pop culture world, you know, like you know, country music, R&B, rock, you know, standards. We're not thinking opera. Yeah. We're not thinking oh, some other no. Fugazi yeah, it's, it's, type it's, of deal. Yeah. Popular music. Right? She's 158. Yeah. Carrie Underwood. Huh? Oh, 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 excuse me. So she's on the list. She's on the list. She's on the list. Apologize. The idea that she's on there and Celine Dion is not. I have nothing to apologize for. Apologize. I said she wasn't top 25. What a valid list. The list is very valid. I give them respect. May not disagree. May not agree with everything. Yeah. But they got the, the list. The list is not valid. No, it's very valid. Beyonce's not the eighth greatest singer of all no, time. Yeah. That's a travesty. I agree. She's top 20. Maybe not top 10. <laughs> she's not even top 20. You're telling me just for, I'll give you an example. Beyonce is a better singer 
than Alicia Keys. Now, Alicia Keys is so very good. So at least I'll give you the same error, right? Alicia Keys is very good. Alicia Keys is three times a better singer, just pure singer. We're not talking about style. We're not talking about album sales. Alicia Keys We're is talking very good. about just close your eyes and listen. No, you picked a good one. All right. What number And is they're she? contemporaries. No, she's excellent. What All number right, so is Beyonce she? Beyonce's eighth, you said, right? Yes. Alicia Keys is 185th. Yeah, that's a Tell me that list isn't for Gazy. Thank you. It's a little off. Beyonce can't hold Alicia Keys' jockstrap Alicia Keys. in a singing competition. Alicia Keys may be top ten. And by the way, if you want to see one of the great all-time performances, watch Alicia Keys open the Grammys a couple years ago when she's playing simultaneous pianos and singing clips of great songs. <laughs> I love Alicia Keys. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's Come great. On. I actually agree with yeah, you. Yeah, there you go. All right. And that they're contemporary, so you can't. We're not talking eras. You know, like, you know, Motown versus 50s rock versus classic rock of the 60s into your know, disco type music of the 70s. And then, you know, the, the non piano synthesizers of the 80s. Contemporaries. Where's Millie Vanilli on this list? Where is Millie Vanilli <laughs> on this list? That's right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I like to know who those real people were singing. I might put them on the list. Yeah. Anyway, I'm glad Sam Cook's there. I, I agree with that. Anyway, Lana Del Rey's ahead of Alicia Keys. You're out of your effing mind. <laughs> like what? And again, that's why they do it. So people go you know, bicker about. Of course, it. that's what all these lists are. Yeah, they haven't done it since uh, 2008. So I guess what's that? Six, fifteen years in between lists. That's why you made. That's me, why Billie Eilish is on the list. That's why you made me come up with a list of Mount Billie Rushmore Eilish, fan you know, moments. Her songs, and now she's a great singer. But it's why you made me come up with this Mount Rushmore fan moments. I'm getting a tons of tweets with people arguing. It's yeah. got to be this moment. It's got to be All that right, so moment. What do you got, real quick? Uh, Mount Rushmore. We're not talking about sporting events. Mount Rushmore fan moments. WFAN moments. Of the last 15 years, so starting moment, in 2007. The moment I'm putting up there is is, is you guys debuting. That was big. I mean, the Don Imus was the Boomer and Carton. Yep, Boomer and Carton. I was here. I would agree with that. Working with Joe, and even before that, listening to the station. Like, the idea of anything but Imus on in the morning was crazy talk. Yeah. So I think that just you guys signing on was a major okay. thing. So Boomer and Carton starting one. Go ahead. Number one. Now, there's no, there really isn't any dog moment because... He was gone within a year of me being here. That's right. So I don't have anything for dog, no offense. Mike's return in which he just acts like everything's normal. I'm back. I so I'm back. We'll address that later. Anyhow, the Yankee bullpen. Uh, let's get to it. Okay. That's up there. All right. Mike's return. The third one up there. And I agree because the departure was a year-long event. Right? We couldn't have yeah. made a bigger mockery and, uh, you know, I'm picking the caller who asked Mike about Giants and Giants hanging out. All right. And my fourth moment is the most underrated moment in FAN history. And while I was there, I didn't have any involvement in it. Me okay? walking across the bridge? No. Okay. I mean, that, okay. Pretty, pretty big. Right. 10,000 people showed up. It was uh, late at night. Nobody was listening. But Beningo and I did a show from the Chargers press box right after the Jets beat the Chargers. Okay. And I love my old partner. And I used to listen to him back in the day. His rant, and I didn't say a word because sometimes, Craig, you got to know when to shut up. I agree. And I know sometimes. Even with you, I know. He went on a rant about beating the Chargers. That was one of the most epic things I'd ever heard in my life. And that's up there whether you've ever heard the rant or not. I've so never heard it. I put that. Okay. I put Mike's return. 
I put the giant, giant caller, and I put the debut of Boomer and Carton. That's my Mount Rushmore. A good day, sir. I think you got to take that rant out. Because if we've never heard it, how can it be a Mount Rushmore okay. moment? I have another one, but this is going to ruffle some feathers. Okay. Go ahead. I apologize. You weren't here for this. There was a time in which Mike called up Boomer and Geo and uh, embarrassed them on their show. Yes. Do you I'm remember that? This? I, I've seen it. I've and I feel it. bad bringing it up, but it happened. Yes. It was what it was. Yes. And he just took over their show and yelled Basically at them. called into their show, told them to shut up. It was his turn to talk. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they did. Yeah. That was. Yeah. Yeah. I got some notes on that. <laughs> you got some notes. Yeah. Never would have happened if Card was still here. One of those deals. Yeah, yeah that was pretty epic. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty. Good. I got to put that one up there. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you guys have any uh, other different ones that uh, from your experience or no? Yeah, I have a few from Mike that uh, Evan missed. Of course, turn my mic on. Right. Yes, classic. Right yeah, now, was. right now, where Evan's right talking now. about Lionel Hollins being the coach of the Nets. That was on our show. Yeah. He was breaking into Beningo and I. Yeah. I was talking about Lionel Hollins being the net head coach, and he wanted to break news that the Rangers had fired Tortorella. Tortorella. Guys, you stole mine. That's one of my favorites. And then Darrell <laughs> Revis hanging up on Mike. So it's all Mike. Well, I'm just saying, oh, you missed a lot of yeah. Mike ones. Oh, I thought you worked on our show back then. <laughs> no? Uh, yeah, taking did, a yeah. milk bath courtesy of Craig. There you go. There you go. There you go. All right. Uh, do you have one over there? No. No? Not surprised. Yeah. Huh? Is trying that to a think. new report or an old report? That was, yeah. that was an interesting day. That yeah. was a good one, right? That was an interesting day. Yeah, he must have been a lot of fun to be around after that. Yeah. After he realized that, he got you know, yeah. a little embarrassed on that one, huh? I just remember him Put coming my in. Mic on! I was yeah. like, where did he they stink uh, right no, now? Craig, there's another one. I was like, one. where did he get that from? <laughs> there's another one I didn't want to bring up because yeah. I love Joe. <laughs> and I don't think he wants me to bring it up, but I showed him a picture once. Oh, I know this one. <laughs> yeah. I know this story. This is a great story. The Caitlyn Jenner story, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the top moment. I, I yeah. showed him a picture of Caitlyn Jenner and he didn't know. Yeah. And he was, you know, wow, very attractive. Isn't there another one with Joe where I think Gio invented a stat? Yeah, that, you know, yeah, I, was, I was part of that, That's too. That's a big Flump. one, too, yes. Gio was filling in for me, so it was before he was doing mornings. He filled in for me, was with Joe, yeah. and came in and said, oh, you got to hear about this new stat. It was called and Flump. 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 Was go. that connected, though, to Gio also fooling him with... The new technology of, like, he came up with these crazy things that are clearly not true at baseball right. stadiums. And Joe was just buying it. Like, right. really? No. Yeah. So there's an air pack you yes. can wear to hover over the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's going to be holograms of great Mets in the outfield. Okay. Yeah. I mean, who cares? That was a good one, too. That, yeah. That's pretty funny. Someone called in, uh, someone called in Summers pretending to be. Uh, Mets ownership. I'm losing my mind. Jeff Wilpon. Jeff Wilpon. Yeah. Because Steve was on this kick about how the the stadium is Dodger blue, nothing's Mets, yeah. blah blah. And so he called up to give all these explanations for why the stadium was it was. And he was like, "Well, why isn't there no blue there? Well, we felt like there was enough blue in the sky." <laughs> um, I mean, I guess you're right. There was also a caller to Steve. And this guy was brilliant because he did this a while for with people, but he could only get it away with certain people. Wouldn't be able to get away with it with you or even me. But with Steve, he was. He played clips of Steve to Steve. Oh, talking to himself? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So he'd be like, all right, let's call to Steve on Long Island. Steve, <laughs> no, you're on the Steve in Summers, New Jersey. Steve yeah. in Summers, New Jersey. And he'd be like, 
Hi, well, you know, the Mets are, yeah, he would just give opinions. I go back and he yes. back and forth with himself. And Steve That's went funny. for a while with it. Like, he was talking to this That's guy. That's pretty funny. All right, the Jets have raised up ticket prices, apparently, across the board after another collapse. Alex is in New Jersey. Alex, what's going on, buddy? Hey, guys. I'm actually calling about the Jets and yeah. also um, a Francesca thing, too, to make yeah. them out rush more. Sure. So, um, right after they beat the Lions, I'm sorry, not the Lions. I wish they beat the Lions. Right after they won the Bears game. Yeah. It was on Twitter that they raised the, the prices. So I called my uh, ticket hold, my agent, because we don't get the paper invoices anymore. It goes right into your portal. Right. And he confirmed that it was a raise. So it went up. Mine went up about 11%. So it went up about $400 over the 10 games for the four tickets. So it's like $10 a ticket per game for 10 games. Got it. Um, so it wasn't that bad. They haven't raised tickets since, I think, when Bowles was the coach. But they did raise pricing for parking just before COVID, which well, I don't they, know they raised they, raised, they raised prices since bowls was there. But if I remember correctly, they specifically didn't raise prices in the upper bowls, right? And that was their defense. Right. Like, look to the real blue collar fan who's spending mm-hmm. a little bit less per seat. We're going to leave you guys alone, but we're going to jack up the tickets for people we think can afford it. Something like that. Right, right. I mean, it, I have to say, compared to other teams, it hasn't been that bad. Just after going seven and three, you're like, all right, you know, you know, that's the problem. Yeah, fine, we'll take the increase. Yeah, and I think uh, uh, it backfired on because the, you don't notice it at seven and three. You notice it at seven and nine. When teams are good in this yeah. town, you know, we, we obviously we don't want our prices raised on us, but it causes less of a hubbala. Yeah. Or better than that, when your team spends a lot of money, aka Steve Cohen, yeah. there's not a Met fan out there that's going to have the balls to complain. You're right. If their ticket price is up five bucks, no, you're right. That's the difference, and so the Jets struggling has kind of reignited the story. Yeah. What's your uh, What's your Mount Rushmore moment? So I used to listen to Mike during the afternoon, and it was that snowstorm, Nemo, that was coming through the East Coast. Yeah. And I think all you guys had to go to Connecticut to one of the uh, places to do a show. Snowblower. He was like, "I'm on the West. I'm on the Weather Channel, and they're saying four inches, and this is blown out of proportion." Meanwhile, you fast forward four hours. And people stranded on the I do LA remember that. He, I remember that he was uh, downplaying the storm. They always get it wrong, okay? Uh, and that was the whole thing about how great he was with a snowblower. But, uh, you know, they're, they're <laughs> yeah. all wrong. And it was like the biggest storm of the century. And they're yep. like, yeah, once again, the mush, uh, you know, took a hold. I give my yes. credit. He's dominating the Mount Rushmore right yeah, now. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's in there. <laughs> and we forgot the biggest one. Yeah, well, there is God, the, the sleeping one. Falling asleep on the yeah, air with Sweeney calling or a few other times. Too. Yeah, no, the Sweeney yeah, one. That's Sweeney the, one? Yeah, yeah. There is a, a Mike moment that, to my knowledge, has never aired publicly before. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. Yes. What are you going to do now? No, no. I'm just saying there is a Mike moment that has never aired publicly that I'm aware of. Oh, boy. What do you mean? Oh, boy. I, I am so excited to hear yeah. what you're going to say. So, there so was, is Barrett Sports Media. They're excited, too. Uh, I'm just saying there was a... Okay, and I won't say it, though. No, no, say no, it. No, no, I'm not going to say no, it. No, no, no. No, no, no. Now you made it awkward. Why did I make it awkward? Nah, because now, like, you you, put, you popped up your chair. It's like you sat at attention. Like, ooh, this is going to be a good one. You got me excited. Yeah, there's... It, because it's a mic moment, but it didn't happen on the radio station. All right, go ahead. But there is a recording of it, and I've heard it. So, but it didn't happen here. That's uh, okay. Tell us. It did happen, however, during a storm where half of Long Island lost its power. What? Yeah, yeah, and you know, people make phone calls and make demands. <laughs> so, what was the phone call?
columns in the hand. What happened? Put my power on. You know, you know the bad cliche of when people who are well known drop the old "Do you know who I am?" line. Oh yeah, yeah, really? yeah. You heard this? I I've heard the call. How do you? How yes. have you heard the call? That, how I heard the call is not important. <laughs> what does that mean? What's important is that I've heard the call. You heard a call. I know for a fact the call took place. I've heard the call as many Long Islanders are struggling <laughs> with with their power being out. Somebody was concerned, I don't know who that person might have been, with uh, the ability to heat their pool. Oh, God. Stop. And th there was a do you know who I am line might, used? Might have been. <laughs> Unconfirmed, of course. <laughs> Jeez. Here's uh, Artie in Brooklyn. Artie, what's going on? Hey, guys. How's it going? Man? Doing fantastic. Oh, thank you. Okay. So, listen, Ev, I think you just do it on spite just to get to me, I think, with the, with the, with the Jets. Yeah. I do That's something just to get to you. Him. Okay. Yeah, Evan doesn't like it. Number one, a number two pick, right? Yeah. He's your quarterback for two years, and he played like he got hurt in both years. And you're giving up on the guy? Yeah, I'm done with him. Okay. Now, here's the other thing, too. Would you argue that he had a better year this year than he did last year? No. Did he not improve? No, he did not. He was better last year, especially in the second half of the season when he did show improvement. Uh, he okay. was better last year than this year, in my opinion. Yeah, okay. So, not to me. I don't know what you feel. No, no. Called. You know what? Let me, but, let me clarify that, Artie, because yeah. the reason I lean towards last year is that I thought when he came back from his injury – his second half was good, and I saw legitimate improvements. Well, this year is sort of the opposite. Like, when he first came back, he played reasonably well. They were winning games, but the close to his season was so bad. So, yeah, okay. I guess if you're looking at the totality of the two seasons, the 13 games last year, the nine games this year, I'm sure the numbers come out to be pretty similar. But I think the reason I, I leaned towards last year was that he closed in a way that made me believe, while well, this year he closed by being benched for Chris Streveler. How about that? He, he got all right. Listen, he, I, I understand he like head wise is like totally out of. He lost his confidence and everything like that. But talent wise, you can't argue why they drafted him. Jamarcus Russell had great tools too. Jamarcus Russell had great tools too. Jamarcus Russell quarterback for three years. Yeah, and I and and he did. And the and the and the thing is, I haven't seen Jamarcus Russell, but I can guarantee you, he didn't have games. Like Zach Wilson had games. He didn't have throws like Zach Wilson had throws. Okay. I, the last game, the second to last game against Detroit, he left that field with a lead. With a lead. Yeah. And now it's considered a Yeah, but Artie, let me ask you a question. I mean, you've seen every Jet game. You've seen every yeah. snap the kid's taken. Have you, have, what have you seen that you would accept as a Jet fan, this kid being given another chance to ruin our franchise for another okay. year? For me, next year, they got to get Jimmy G, but I'm saying that you can't just, like, let him go. Yeah, why not? If you see you, so here, you're halfway home. You're willing no. to bring in the veteran guy to be the starting quarterback, so right. why why keep Zach Wilson around at all, for everybody's sake? Because I'm, because I'm afraid you release him, and he's going somewhere else. Yeah, but that's okay. not, but you can't be afraid of him. Like, Sam Darnold had a good last six weeks. Are you bothered by that? No, because I know that that Wilson's much more talented. Than yeah, but you him. don't know that, and I uh, thought that I, too. I bought into that. Sam was better than Zach, and it wasn't close. Yeah, and I got to own that. I thought Zach was going to be better. I thought Sam was one of the worst quarterbacks I ever saw. Dude, the two years of Sam Donald, the first two years of Sam Donald, and the first two years of Zach Wilson, who was better? 
Who's better? I mean, Sam Darnold is a professional NFL quarterback, and he proved bro, it again bro, this bro. year. It's not close. Okay, we'll all make it easy for ourselves. Sam Darnold, in his first two years in the NFL, threw 36 touchdown passes. Zach Wilson's thrown how many? Like, Sam Darnold, through two years, was a far better quarterback yes. than Zach Wilson. Yes. It was not close. Okay? I, I don't even think this is a debatable thing. No. Now, in terms of his idea, this is a little different. Because he said, I want Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, if you're signing Jimmy Garoppolo, he's your starter. Right. So you want to have Zach in his third year sit and watch. I'll tell you what Zach Wilson needs, in my opinion. If his career is salvageable, maybe it is. He, uh, A, needs to be out of New York. I think that's very clear. And, B, you got to surround him with people like Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay, guys who have proven to be really good at what they do from a standpoint of developing guys. Like Kyle Shanahan, what he's done just with Brock Purdy, you see it every week now, right? Right, right. That's a guy where you could flourish. Baker Mayfield has played much better football in three weeks with McVay than he has with anybody else. But I don't believe, and this is the other part of this, that the Jets are in a position to wait. They have a really good young roster that for now is cheap. Sauce Gardner is not making a ton of money. Not just that. Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, they're all not making a ton of money. Don't you have to hit now? Yeah, and it's the point you're getting at. Uh, you know, Matt Sims was saying to me today, and we all get it, the window to win in the NFL is that big. Right. And look at the jet window right now. Yep. They have a lot of talent that are not making big money. If they're as good as we all think they are based on their rookie seasons, Garrett Wilson's going to make a lot of money. That's right. Sauce Gardner's going to make a lot of money. AVT went healthy. Brees Hall. They're all going to make a lot of money. So I don't believe the Jets are in a position to say, well, let's just keep developing Zach. Let's see what happens. I think the Jets are in a position to win, and you do that by bringing in a veteran quarterback. So I, I get there are people on the other side. I respect other views here, but I strongly disagree that I would even consider running it back with a complete unknown who fell on his freaking face in his second year. And if he's successful elsewhere, Craig, good for him. To me, this team needs a veteran quarterback and a chance to win now. Yeah, because we're wasting opportunities. Like, we have a small opportunity right now with an above-average defense. We probably overstated how good the defense was. They probably have overstated how good they think they are based on, you know, the lack of turnovers and not coming up big in big spots. But we have a small window right now where we got everybody under contract. Uh, We can afford to bring more players in here. We have a legitimate talent at wide receiver, right? We've got some depth at tight end. I don't love them, but we got depth at tight end. We don't have a great offensive line, but if you have a legitimate veteran quarterback, it's no debate that the New York Jets are in the playoffs, and that would have happened four weeks ago. Yeah, I think the debate for this offseason is which veteran quarterback, and I welcome that debate. I think it's an interesting one. I've already started compiling my list. I gave Craig the assignment. He hasn't compiled it yet. Hopefully he will. But I'm putting my list together. List of what? And I'm checking it twice. What list is this now? The list of quarterback targets and how I would rank them. Veteran quarterbacks. Yeah, but there's like, no joke, a dozen of them. Yeah, I wrote down 20 names. Oh, come on, Owen. You know, how, how deep do you want me to go? I'll do it, but I'm not going 20 deep. That's why not? cuckoo for Coco Puffs. Why, why wouldn't you do it? Do you care about the Jet quarterback position? I do, but I'm not. if I get to 18, 19, or 20, like we messed up. Is why? that not fair? What does that mean? Because our situation should be the situation that one of the top five guys want to come to. No, no, because but you may not be said. able to get one of the top Why five not? guys. Why because not? Lamar Jackson, who to me would be the number one target, 100%. is probably going to be franchised or will sign a long-term deal to with the traded. Ravens. He's not getting a long-term deal. That's obvious now. 
I don't know that. I think that's why he's not playing this. So he's gone. In my opinion, Lamar Jackson, outside of this year, never plays another game for the Baltimore Ravens. Then then the the conversation is over as far as I'm concerned. I agree. Despite the injury risks that come with it, I would take the risk of shipping every first-round pick I have and saying, let's go. Seven years, 240, let's go. Done. Half of it guaranteed, whatever the number is. So then there's no discussion. Done and done. You and I are on the same page. That's it. Yeah, and there's no 1A. That's your guy right there. No, I agree, but if it doesn't happen... Oh, now I got to start putting my list together. Well, that's but here's the, the problem. I don't have a pen. I got my list. I'll give you the names. No, no, I don't want to hear... No, because no, don't There's do no that. order. It's random no, names. No, I know all the names. Don't give me the names. You don't know And you got to order it. You, no, I didn't order well, it. you have to order it. I haven't it. done it yet. I told you I'm working well, on my list. don't do it. Because you just asked me to do a list. Yeah, but you don't know who's available. You're damn right, I you do. You know the free agents. Like, the free agents we you all mean, know. I don't know who's available. I know everybody who's available. <laughs> do you? Yeah, I do. That's right. And there are some guys I may consider that you won't and vice versa. Yeah, but I don't want to hear your list yet. I don't want to hear your list until you have it. I don't even have a pen. And I've asked three times. The guy's got no problem <laughs> stealing hats from my office, but he can't find me a pen. Yeah, and you don't wear snapback hats backwards. You know better than That's that. That's his thing, dude. Come on, you know better than that. That's his style. No, nah, but now you want to produce this show, you can't wear a hat like that. What made you flip on Lamar, by the way? Because you used I've always to... wanted Lamar. Oh, no, you mean leaving and... Baltimore? I had mentioned Lamar months ago, actually. Yeah. It was opening day, and it was about the Giants. Because I didn't believe Daniel opening was the day. guy, and I take the L for that one. Yes, you got it. Do you remember you what we said? Daniel Jones. Remember what we said? Well, I don't him. know. No, we said that about Saquon after week one. I said, trade him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I take my L. Here's but what I, you I, always said Lamar's yeah. not an option. Yeah, well, it is now. Why? Because I think it's gone south very quickly there. And I'll tell you why. First off, Harbaugh, for the first time ever, yesterday came out and said, I don't even want to talk about the situation. All right, number one. Number two, his injury was a one- to two-week injury. Mm-hmm. Now it's six to eight weeks. So what do you season, think's going on? Right? I think Lamar Jackson is pissed off. At what? And this the contract team, situation? Yeah, yeah. And he never came out and said, I'm threatening to you know, hold out or anything. I did everything the right way publicly. And their offense is scoring half the amount of points. We all know how bad it is with Huntley, right? And all he keeps hearing is we run the offense the same way. There's no drop-off. Huntley's the guy, blah, blah, blah. And they suck, right? They're in the playoffs. But they're not doing anything with Huntley. Lamar's their quarterback. They're a Super Bowl threat, in my opinion. Yeah, but what's your conspiracy? Here's I my conspiracy. Yeah, go ahead. Lamar Jackson has a legitimate PCL injury, which he's, he could play with if this were a Super Bowl or playoff game. This is him making a point. I ain't coming back. You think you can win with Huntley? Go ahead. Feel free. I gave you every opportunity to do right by me contract-wise. I don't buy now that. Now I see a kid almost die I on the field. I don't buy that. I'm not playing again for you I don't buy until I get the bag. So you won't play in the playoffs either because they're in the playoffs. I know. He's not going to play in the playoffs. I think it's on the table. Because he's choosing to do this kind of silent holdout late in the season to send the message. My knee hurts. No shot. My knee's not right. Disagree. Okay. And by the I'm way, say, I have to be right. by the way, let's say you're right. Yeah. You want that guy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're damn right I do. <laughs> I do too. A guy that forces his way out of Baltimore to come here. I don't care what he says or lies to them about. It's like when James Harden eventually got here and was playing. Yeah. I was like, I don't care. Yeah, remember how, remember, you know, I'll tell you what's funny. And I, one day I got to talk to Harden about that. I think he had a fat suit on. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because remember how fat he looked uh, the last couple days yeah, in Houston? You know what the difference is, though, between and what he's James... he's a thick guy anyway, but... The difference between Harden and Lamar, where I can't buy that, is that he was on a team going nowhere. It's easy to Harden. do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lamar Jackson is a competitor. Yeah. And the thing holding him back from being a great, great quarterback is winning. That's the ultimate. Like, the ultimate bleep you to everyone who's doubted him is, oh, Man. I can't win a Super Bowl? Right. Watch me do it. 
And the Ravens, while they're not a favorite going into the playoffs, I no. understand that. They're in the tournament. They have a shot. By the way, if he's playing, they have a chance to go to a Super That's Bowl. That's why I don't buy that he would do that. Well, maybe he's just going to do it for one more regular season game, then miraculously be ready for the wild card round, assuming they don't win the division. But they, they're not beating the Bengals with Huntley. Well, look, the one thing we agree right? on, and I think most Jet fans would not all, is that that's my that would, of course, be the dream scenario. For the Jets? Yeah. yeah, yeah. When you the, make a quarterback list, that's the dream 100%. Yeah. By the way, if I'm the New York Giants, as good as Danny Jones has played, I want him too. You're always looking to upgrade. Yeah, no, it's interesting. And by the way, if I the Giants went after him, I'd tell the Jets to go get Danny Jones. I'm good. Well, I think he's they, on my list he's, too. He's on my list. He's on my list. He's on my list. He's on my list. How high is Tom Brady on your list? Somebody's not coming here. That's not the, that's not the point of the list. Oh, he's, the yeah. list isn't oh. for you to decide who's coming here and not oh. coming here. It's who you would target. Oh, so Lamar's your number one. Lamar's my number one. Who's your number two? And if you don't say Aaron Rodgers, I don't know what the hell's wrong with you. Well, that's not fair. Why? You can't criticize the list before I say the list. Who do you have over Aaron Rodgers? But that, that before I say that, you can't criticize the list. Before I say it, I preemptively did. No, but that's not allowed in this game. I can say Plus whatever I want. You already said you didn't make an order. I didn't you make an order. You said you had names. I Correct. Now you have an order. Now well, you've just given me one or two, but you said two I, minutes ago, I haven't put them in I order I haven't yet. put in an order, but I know. Well, how do you know who's one and two? Because I know off the top of my head, yeah. it's Lamar Jackson one, yeah. Aaron Rodgers two. Where do you have Tom Brady? You probably don't even have him on your list. No, he's on my list. I'm debating. You know what I'm really high on? Very high on. And he's got two years left on his contract at about $50 million, so it's a very you reasonable deal. can include guys like that. Absolutely you can. I'm putting guys oh. who somewhat realistically may be dealt, who may well be available. It's not just free agents. Aaron Rodgers isn't a free agent. Why is he That's on the true. list? true. You're right. Derek that, Carr. Derek Carr is not a free agent. He will be, or he'll yeah. be traded. The guy I'm intrigued by, and Big Mac, I think, brought his name up, so I'll give him some credit. Oh, well, there goes that. Jared Goff. I'm intrigued by Jared Goff. Jared Goff has an out. He can get out of his contract. Does he? Uh-huh. Has I a $10 the, million dollar out. I think the Lions have an out. That's the way I read it. Okay. And there is, I know for a fact there's an out that costs them $10 million on the cap. Yes. I think it's the I'm Lions. I'm not sure whose it is, but I think it's out. the Lions, and I don't think they would. I think they would trade him if they say, hey, look, well, guy's got value. So basically, his deal, I looked at it. There's an out. If they don't take the out, then it's two more years on the deal. Two years, 52. Like, yeah, there you go. Okay. Which, by the way, for a quarterback? But that's not a mutual out. I thought that was uh, it could either way. I'm not I sure. I could be wrong Maybe about not. I thought the way I read it. Fair enough. I, I think is it's a lion out, and it's up to the Lions. Are they they're not saying, getting rid of Jack Goffins on them. Well, they could. No, I'm saying, but they're, they're having a renaissance here. Yeah. I mean, th- and they're alive for the playoffs. If Jared though. got, no, no, at the end of the season, yeah. off season, they're evaluating, where do we go from here? Yeah. They could say, well, we could cash out on this guy. We don't think he's the long-term answer. As great as he played, he's not the long-term answer. I don't think, I mean. That I, would surprise you? Yes. You finally had some success. That offense is pretty damn good. Multiple number one. You're ones. telling me a young coach is going to say, I'm going to get rid of my quarterback? No do you think Jared shot. Goff's a franchise quarterback? Yes. Do you think the Lions think he's a franchise? hundred percent. Okay, well, if they do, then they yeah. keep him. Yeah, I'm just I, saying we, it's possible I, they don't. Can you guys check? Because Evan and I saw the same thing. I didn't read it as solely the Lions call, but maybe it is. Regardless, I don't th- I'm with you. I don't think Goff, if Goff So you've got three, huh? Craig, if Goff has an out, he's outing. Because why wouldn't he go to free well, agency as a quarterback? he's happy about his success, and he holds him hostage. No, he's got two years, $52 million. He'd want more than that. Well, you could renegotiate, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But he would, want, he would use he that would as, get more money. That's my point. He would yes. use it as leverage to get for more money. For sure. For yeah, sure. Goff's high up on my list, and Brady's up there, too, even though I don't so want him up there. So now you have made a list in order. So now we're now we're No, I'm making it as we speak right now. All right, so maybe I'm you look- should go home and do it tonight so 
Yeah, you don't make any mistakes. I have a whole list written there. Yeah. You know who's on the bottom of my list? Baker Mayfield. Matt Ryan. And I hope, Sal, Sal I love you. I hope you hear this. Matt Ryan sucks, dude. I don't He's want done. anything Matt to Matt Ryan's do with career's him. over. Now, I respect. Sal's a big Falcon fan, so I think he loves Matt Ryan. Yeah. And I get that. I'm, I'm sure a, he does. He should. I'm a fanboy for guys. I totally respect that. Yeah. But I want Matt Ryan nowhere near my football. Matt team. Ryan is uh, Sal Akata's Jacob DeGrom. Yes. That's a gr- Yes. Yeah. Loved Jacob, him, went elsewhere, didn't win. I don't remember Jacob DeGrom blowing the biggest lead in Super Bowl history. Also a fair point. Just yeah, take a little shots. Just little shots at my guy. <laughs> take a little shots at my guy. Sour Mount Ryan. Sal's my guy. You're taking little shots at my guy. By the way, real quick, did you happen to see last night the uh, Memphis Grizzlies are playing the Charlotte Hornets? Uh, I'm not talking about the game. Don't worry about it. But something happened in the game that's never happened in NBA history before. Uh, the Charlotte, uh, the Memphis Grizzlies inbound the ball uh, with a running clock after a, after a hoop. And John Morant's going to take the ball and bring it up the court. But nobody from the Hornets is in the the front court for them, the back court for Memphis. And remember, right? like you're pointing out, the rule stays. Yes. Until that ball is touched, the shot clock remains at 24. Yep. Possession hasn't started. But the game clock runs. And beyond that, the eight-second clock to get across half court doesn't start Possession either. Possession hasn't started. Right. right. But the game clock's running. There's about three and a half minutes to go. So the ball literally just rolled in. It's barely moving. Kind of like a four-year-old bowling, Right. And nobody from the Hornets comes to pressure John Morant. So, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, right? Ten seconds. <laughs> nobody comes. And Ja is standing still. Yes. The ball is on the ground in front of his feet, and he's not moving. The guy that inbounded the ball has now run up into their front court. It's Ja and the basketball. That's it. And the clock is rolling. Yes. 10 Mississippi, no, nobody comes to him. <laughs> 15 seconds, nobody crosses midcourt. 20 seconds, nobody comes. 25 seconds, finally a guy starts walking towards him. 27 seconds, he stood there with the ball on the ground before Charlotte Hornet made any attempt to go make him pick the ball up. I've never seen I, that before in my life. When I saw the clip, I went back and I said, okay, what was the score? How much time was left? The Hornets were down by 30, and it was late third quarter. That's a team quitting. And I wonder why Steve Clifford didn't scream his head off. Like, where the hell's the coach here? Right? That is not the coolest thing that happened in basketball last night, though. And I'm not talking about the Nets or the Knicks. Good win by the Knicks. Nets finally lost. The Milwaukee Bucks were up by 21 points with three minutes to go. They were up by 11 points with a minute to go. They were up by nine points with 35 seconds to go. Yeah. And somehow the Raptors rallied back to tie the game. They lost in overtime, so the Bucs won anyway. But it was one of the most insane comebacks I have ever seen. And it all happened because Grayson Allen, that Ted Cruz looking like freak, slapped a man in the you-know-whats as he was shooting a three, which created part of this. Obviously, a lot goes in. Now, Grace Allen also played the game-winning basket, but yes, he played a role in the comeback because they made the three. Technical foul, it's two to make one from the free-throw line. They made the free-throw. That makes it a four-point possession. You also get the ball because of the technical foul. They then made a regular two-point hoop. Three-point game. They essentially had a six-point possession and made the lead nine to three. In the matter of about five seconds. They force another turnover because the Bucs were turning the ball over a lot. 
Gary Trent step back three tie game, dude. Yeah. This would I've it was I'm not kidding you because I broke this down because it fascinates me. Sixteen point game with a minute to go. I want you to hear that again, Craig. A sixteen point yeah. game yeah. with a minute. Do you stay for that game? Uh, me, I I never leave early, dude. I, you stop. <laughs> I've always said this, and I have to reevaluate. I will only leave games early when it's mathematically over. That was mathematically over. I thought it was mathematically over. Yeah, it was. A 16-point game with a minute 15 to go? 16-point game, a minute to go. Crazy. Dude. Crazy. Now, and then he won, but still, it was that, crazy. And I think that's why it's got no attention. Like, I watched your TV show all morning this morning because I couldn't wait to hear my friend Craig yeah, talk about this game, yeah. and you guys never talked about no, it. No, we couldn't. We didn't get to it. We ran out of time. We were just about to Is do that it, what and that's my fault. We ran out of time. Yeah. Is that what happened? It was right there, Evan. Okay. Right there. I'm just surprised. getting ready to do You're it. You're on TV for two and a half hours yeah. talking about God knows what, and you didn't bring it up. Now, my, my, yeah. my excuse I mean, I for did you. have Matt Sims on the show, and we were talking a lot of football, as you know. But you talk a lot of basketball. I talk a lot of basketball because I you, love basketball. Did you talk about the Nets winning streak ending? Um, It's so funny. They wanted me to feature that, and I said, we're not featuring Feature it? it? Yeah. They wanted it to be a headline. I, nah. go, I go, as much as I'll do that, that wouldn't be appropriate. So, no. But I mentioned. Classy job mention. by you. Very we don't quick need quick. to mention the Nets losing. Not a big deal. Very quick mention. That's all. <laughs> I've never seen a comeback like that. But I think it's never happened. I think what ruins the story. Remember the though? other day they said a team that's up by 13 with under four minutes to go in the history of modern day or that what they call, um, uh, what they call like scoreboard NBA, whatever it's called. Shot clock era. Shot, not shot clock, but modern era, whatever. Three-point shot era. No, there's a name for it. I'm, I'm blocking on it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, down 13 with four minutes to go or less. All right, or four minutes to go. Yeah. It had happened 12,840 times. It was one and 12,839. Yeah. And then I forget it was just one, but yeah. Well, and that's what sucks about so this. So this had to be even bigger odds than that. Yeah, but the Bucks still won. Yeah, that's, that's what ruins right. the whole thing. Like, what's crazy is that it got to overtime, most incredible comeback, but then the, the Raptors didn't complete the comeback. So right. I right. think that's what ruins the story, and that's why I assumed you guys didn't talk about it uh, in the morning because, because it was they like, won, right? Yeah, and then, like, what's the and story? Then you would have had to have seen it, or someone would have had to read a good byline on for you to know. Dude. Because they won the had they lost the game, it's the lead NBA story of the night. So here's what's crazy: my friend texted me. It's the only reason I know. I was behind on the net game with DVR. My buddy texts me Besegli, and he says, "Hey, did you hear about this Bucks game?" That's the heavy set guy, right? He's not heavy set. Else. He's just a guy. I'm just he's a big net fan. Okay. And I, on my own, saw, oh, wow. When you say big, is that a descriptive big, or that's an adjective about his fandom? He's a passionate Nets fan. God, okay, good. We exist, okay? okay? And I did the research on my own, because I couldn't find an article that truly broke down how this comeback happened. So what I did is, because I'm a loser but also interested, yeah. I went to NBA League Pass, and I went to 21-point game with three minutes to go, and I watched it. And I'm not kidding you. Look what I have here. I took notes on it Jesus. because, Craig, I couldn't effing believe yeah. that it happened. And I almost needed to write it down to fathom it. It's an 11-point game with 43 seconds to go. And I say to myself, someone messed up. Like, this didn't happen. Like, I'm watching this and I'm wasting my time. Yeah. There's no comeback. What am I looking for? And then it finally happened. Two updates for you. Number one, TBS has just announced that it's going to go ahead and air Dana White's Slap League. They're going to do it, uh, Marshan reported, on January 18th. So they're delaying the start of it by, what, two weeks? So they're going to do it anyway. Wow. I, you talk about Teflon. That's amazing to I'm me. I'm stunned by that. So, all right, so, that, so they're going on with that Dana White Slap League. 
Um, and then the other report that the NFL, which I think we said about 2 o'clock earlier today that we had read somewhere, I think Evan brought it up, that the NFL is uh, deep into conversations about seeding the, uh, the playoffs based on win percentage and then bringing the AFC title game to a neutral site if the seeding uh, somehow affects is affected by the Bills-Bengals cancellation. So what that means is the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be the one seed, barring something unforeseen. It sounds like, unless I guess they lose to the Raiders and the Bills win, right? That's what I mean by that. Yeah. The Kansas City Chiefs are going to be the one seed, barring an upset, which could happen. It's the NFL. But they wouldn't get the AFC Championship game at home against the Buffalo Bills. That's how I take it. Well, based on win percentage, right? Right. So it's a little convoluted. That would but be so we go to a neutral site. Then they're talking that Indianapolis Where? would be the neutral site. So the chief, the only way this would happen though is if it's Chiefs Bills. Because if it's Chiefs Bengals, it would still be in Kansas City. The right. Bengals, assuming the Chiefs win, aren't in line for a one seat. Right. If it's Chiefs Jaguars or Chiefs whoever, right. The game's in Kansas City. So only if it's Chiefs Bills, the game would move to Indianapolis. That's your point. That's what now, you're telling me. The 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 quote here is that. The NFL has not yet talked to the Colts about it, but, I mean, they use that building for everything, right? So that's not a problem. And Indy's not in it, so What it's does that good. building sound like if it's Chiefs-Bills AFC Championship Oh, it's uh, Chiefs. Uh, oh, Chiefs-Bills? Ooh, that's a good Well, call. that's the only way it would happen, right? Because the only reason you would need to do this is if it's Chiefs-Bills. Again, if the Chiefs are playing the Jaguars, why, why would you need to do this? AFC title game at a neutral site if the seeding between the two teams was affected by the Bills-Bengals cancellation. Right. So the only way that, well, I mean, it could happen with the Bengals too, right? Yes, it could. If so, the Bengals won, the Bills and Chiefs lose. Yes. Uh, right? Then the no, Bengals no, would, percentage point-wise, be there. 100%. Yeah. It could, it could so have a between those three teams. 100%. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, my assumption, and I know it's the NFL, anything can happen. If I assume the Chiefs win, that it's it's over. They're yes. the one seed. Yep. But with the caveat that Buffalo could have been the one seed if they played the Bengal game, which again means the only way we would see a championship game in Indianapolis is if it's Chiefs-Bills or if it's Bills-Bengals. Right. Because they're only separated by a game. They never played the game. Right. So that's how I would think. That would it. be a very interesting crowd. Because, Bill, you know, the Bills travel well. That could be a 50-50 crowd. No, it's a Super Bowl crowd, right? Yeah. Is it kind of like the Super Bowl? I, I, yeah, for sure. I, plus, you'd have fans just living in Indy want to go to the game because it's an AFC championship game. It's as close as you're going to get to a Super Bowl without paying astronomical prices for the Super Bowl. I like the idea of the choice. I like the choice idea. So, if you hadn't heard, one of the ideas Adam Schefter floated is that, again, let's just for the sake of this say Kansas City controls the one seed because they win. They have a higher winning percentage. The Chiefs have a choice. You can take the one seed, which is a first-round bye, but you would be the visiting team against the two seed in an AFC championship right. game. Or you say, you guys take the one seed, but we would host the championship if game. If we match up head If we match up. I like the choice idea. An NFL network could put it on TV as an event, and we'd all watch. We're going to watch it anyway with sheep, let's be honest. 877-337-6666.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota. 
Let's go places.